Merry Christmas from Reasonable Theology. Here's a hymn story on Hark the Herald Angels Sing. Hark the Herald Angels Sing is one of the best-known and best-loved Christmas songs and has been for well over 260 years. But you might not recognize the original lyrics. It began with, Hark how all the welkin rings, glory to the King of Kings. Well, what on earth is a welkin, and how did this hymn change over time? Well, here's the story behind the original hymn, the change in its lyrics, and how it came to be the familiar song that we know today. The prolific hymn writer Charles Wesley first wrote these lyrics in 1739, just a year after his conversion. It was first published in Sacred Hymns and Poems, which was Charles's first joint hymnal with his brother John Wesley. The hymn was under the title Hymn for Christmas Day, and it had a number of other differences than what we recognize, but it's that first line that stands out the most. So what on earth is a welkin, and why would it ring? Well, it comes from the old English word wolken, which simply means cloud or sky or heavens. And it's ringing because of the joyful exaltation of the heavenly host. The word appears not to have been very commonly used in Wesley's day, and, and it's pretty much non-existent in our own vocabulary today. So who changed this line to Hark the Herald Angels Sing? It was actually famed evangelist George Whitfield, a friend of John and Charles Wesley, that made the adjustments when he published this song in his Hymns for Social Worship in 1753. In addition to several smaller changes, he most significantly changed out the mysterious Welkin line to Hark the Herald Angels Sing and finished it with Glory to the Newborn King. What did Charles think of the change? Well, we aren't exactly sure. We are sure, however, that in general, the Wesleys didn't appreciate anyone tinkering with their lyrics. In the preface to the 1780 collection of hymns for the use of the people called Methodists, John Wesley wrote this, Many gentlemen have done my brother and me, though without naming us, the honor of reprinting many of our hymns. Now they are perfectly welcome to do so, provided they print them just as they are. But I desire they would not attempt to mend them, for they are really not able. None of them is able to mend either the sense or the verse. Therefore I must beg of them one of these two favors, either to let them stand just as they are, to take them for better or for worse, or to add the true reading in the margin or at the bottom of the page, that we may no longer be accountable either for the nonsense or for the doggerel of other men. Well, did Charles share John's feelings about others altering their hymns? Well, it's possible, if not probable, that he did. Yet it seems that their friend Whitfield may have been able to change the lyrics without causing offense. It was in the very same hymnal where John wrote against the nonsense and doggerel of other men altering their lyrics. It's in that same hymnal where he actually includes Whitfield's changes to this hymn. When they published it in 1780, it was Hark the Herald Angels Sing, Glory to the Newborn King, Peace on Earth and Mercy Mild, God and sinners reconciled. Whether this was a begrudging or a wholehearted endorsement of the changes, I think we can agree that this is one example of a Wesley hymn being greatly improved by a slight revision. Ever since that time, Hark the Herald Angels Sing has been a standard hymn for celebrating the birth of Jesus. So let's have a listen to 
Hark the Herald Angels Sing, as sung by Nat King Cole. Merry Christmas, and thanks for listening to the Reasonable Theology Podcast. Hark the Herald Angels Sing, Glory to the newborn King, Peace on earth and mercy mild, God and sinners reconciled. Joyful all ye nations rise, join the triumph of the skies. With the angelic host proclaim, Christ is born in Bethlehem. Hark the hell angels sing, glory to the newborn king. sons of earth, born to give them second birth, hark the herald.